Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Google is clamping down on employee travel, limiting execs to business-critical trips only. Guess that means we won't see Google at HR Tech next week then, huh? Hey, kiddies, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, Cheeseman. This is Chad, Bittersweet Symphony Sowash. And on this week's show, Since Go Shopping, Zip Saves America, and Job Adder Gets Punched Down Under. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait. The Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways... TextKernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Whoo, man. Whoo. Vegas, Vegas, <laughs> yep. and then Nashville, and then Paris, and then Chad's keeping his ass in 
Europe for about three months. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's going to be a slow 2022. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been detoxing for two weeks in preparation of HR Tech. Smart. Yeah, very smart. And then I'll probably be detoxing the two weeks after HR, <laughs> HR Tech. Jeez, yes. we got a lot going on. We do. But, uh, we got a lot going on this week. Should we get to shout outs? Because uh, we got a lot to cover. Let's do it, kid. It's a bittersweet symphony shout out as Susan Vitale, the chief marketing officer over at iSIMS and Mike Wilczek, the chief product officer over at iSIMS. Literally two amazing people are leaving iSIMS. What did you say? Yeah, leaving iSIMS. So Susan started at iSIMS as a marketing coordinator in 2005 and has climbed the, the ladder all the way to CMO. You can't think of iSIMS without thinking of Susan, who's been a part of the core iSIMS team. Mm-hmm. I mean, forever, obviously. Yeah. If anyone has ever heard me speak of Mike Wilczek, they know I'm a fanboy. Mike has done everything from partnerships to leading M&A and now the chief product officer. There's not a more plugged in person in the industry than Mike, not mm-hmm. just tech, but funding also. So these are two great people leaving two very big holes to fill over at iSIMS. They, they say they're going to be back um, when and where. Don't know, but until then, take a breath, blow some of that iSIMS Willy Wonka cash, and uh, enjoy life, my friends. It's bittersweet, though. Yeah, it is. And 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 not to throw pontification on this, but to do that before the impending IPO, which we think is still going to happen, is a little curious. It's a little curious to leave before an IPO, but both of them are very smart and obviously did what was best for them and their families and great people. I might add always great people, always a little New Jersey attitude from uh, Susan Vital that I know that this show (laughs) will miss. She needs to come back just to, to get back on the show and whatever company she ends up with, but uh, Uh nice melancholy, bittersweet shout out uh, on that one. I think with with the chains off, they'll be on the show. They can come on the, the show. Chains and it's are so off. much, so much better. <laughs> Susan Vitale unchained. I can <laughs> I can imagine that that show is going to be a, a bestseller. A uh, little more uh, on the bitter than the sweet on this one. Uh, this shout out from me goes to Marilyn Loden, uh, the woman who coined the phrase "glass ceiling" in 1978, mm. which still inspires women today, has passed away. After a battle with cancer, she was 76 years old. Uh, Ludden first said the phrase during a panel at the 1978 Women's Action Alliance Conference in New York City. In 2018, she told the Washington Post she hoped the saying would, quote, become an antiquated phrase where people will say, there was a time when there was a glass ceiling, end quote. Of course, we all know there's still a lot of work to do on that glass ceiling shout out to Marilyn Loden the woman behind the glass ceiling yeah not quite there yet kids keep working uh shout out to our listeners so last week i opened up the show with a question to you joel what yep. would happen if uh you were working for a defense contractor you were quit fired and you took sensitive information possibly confidential material home yep. with you listeners you can listen to last week's show for for, for joel's response i'm <laughs> sure you know what it is um but uh i had a I had a, a few anonymous responses from practitioners at government contractors here's a quote from one quote Penalties can include termination, civil and or criminal prosecution by the company. The government 
has its own roles, which are playing out in the news, a.k.a. Edward Snowden and Reality Winner. So if you remember, Reality Winner leaked a one-page intelligence report about Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. elections Mm -hmm. to a news outlet and received five years and three months in a federal prison. Harboring or leaking confidential or compartmentalized information is a serious offense. It doesn't matter. I mean, just ask Edward Snowden. Where's he at today? Yeah, didn't Trump call for the uh, death penalty for Snowden? Back in the day, I seem to remember that. Imagine uh, that, yeah. yeah. And let, let alone put Hillary in prison for what she allegedly <laughs> yeah. did or didn't do. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough when you put the mirror back on you. But just regular people who do this stuff as a job are getting slammed or finding themselves in Russia, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the only place <laughs> they can live without getting thrown in jail. But yet, but yet, you know. Uh, we, we fire a dude and he thinks it's okay to take shit. Would we be shocked if Trump ended up in Moscow? No, I would, I would not be shocked. It would be shocking, but I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And I would, would also not be shocked if we found him in Moscow. And then a few years later, he quote unquote, fell out a window. (laughs) Along with the release of the PP tape that apparently (laughs) Is, is exist somewhere. Oh man. Oh, All right. Let's, let's get back on track here. I got a shout out to Soli Moichic. Soli lives Ooh. in Australia and is head mm-hmm. of product innovation at hello Monday. And he's a Chad and cheese super fan. Chad, the fact that we can reach so many people around the world is awesome. And frankly, it's really humbling when people around the globe, reach out to us on the socials, uh, and say thank you. And that they really love the show. So, I want to just take a take a second to thank thank Soli for wa- listening to the show and being a, a big fan. Uh, mm-hmm. He's probably riding a kangaroo and drinking a Foster's right now as he's <laughs> listening to the shout out. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Keep it up and uh, keep listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the connections. And make sure all your friends, family, people that you work with, they're listening too. Mm-hmm. I told him to leave a review like everyone else who listens to the show oh, good call. is hopefully yeah. going to do this week. Yeah, let's let's hope that happens. Free stuff. Hold on, Chad. I got a special shout out. Oh, oh, yes. No, well, go, go. Cole Cheeseman, who celebrated a birthday. We we uh, we noted that on last week's show uh-huh. uh, is now Chipotle's newest employee. <laughs> Oh my! God. Actually, we have a we have a clip from his interview. Ready, ready, hold on. Oh my God! I'm a Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. <laughs> That's right. And then right after that, hired. Yeah, yeah. I think he's more excited about the free food uh, that employees get than he is the the salary. <laughs> but but I'm a I'm a proud papa to see him employed in a in in corporate America. Shout out to to Cole Cheeseman eating a barbacoa bowl and loving life. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about free stuff. So Cole gets gets some free foods. Well, he's going to have to work from it, but he he gets a little free foods. But you, my friend, Mm -hmm. listener, anybody out there can get free stuff. You go to chadcheese.com slash free, register, and guess what? We have new t-shirts. That's right. Brand spanking new t-shirts coming out. Powered by our friends over at JobGet. That's right. If you're going to be at HR Tech, I believe 
hopefully we'll be able to get some of these new t-shirts out yeah. and you can go to the job get booth to get get it your free t-shirt everyone say a prayer that we get those in time i'm <laughs> i'm a little less optimistic but okay. uh, but we'll see we'll see just in case just in case uh then text colonel giving away whiskey that's right two fifths yes. of whiskey kids you get one from chad one from cheese from our friends over at text colonel because the dutch like whiskey apparently and then we have beer from aspen tech labs that's right mm-hmm. check out aspen tech labs free stuff free stuff free love stuff free stuff love our Chad sponsors giving away shit and killing everybody's liver and I clothing clothing our fans gotta love it <laughs> clothing our fans so we've got uh fantasy football from factory fix to talk about yes sir we drafted on Tuesday. Yes. How do you feel about your team? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. It's it's going to be an interesting league this year. We threw in a quarterback as kind of like a super flex. Yep. And then we also shortened up the bench to only five with no IR. Yep. So it's going to be a very interesting season. The, the, the one thing that I thought was funny was like 15 minutes before we started the draft, we got a message from Joe Wilkie. Uh, over at JobGet, and he his power went out right before the draft started. So he had to hop in a car and go to the, the Panera, I guess, which was close, <laughs> the closest, because Joe would not auto-draft. He was not having that. That's dedication. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the two QBs will be interesting. I, I felt like you came out strong on that. You got Mahomes, and uh, who's your second guy? Oh, uh, Burrow, Joe Burrow. Burrow, that's right. Like that, Those two could carry you through most of the season. Let's hope. The bye weeks are going to be a bitch. Yes. I mean, a lot of people are going to lose people. There's going to be some trades. I mean, uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if the winner has a 500 record. I mean, that's how yeah. like weird this league could get. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll be posting uh, the leaderboard every week on the socials. We'll be talking about it here on the show. But uh, yeah, big ups to, to F- Factory Fix for supporting fantasy football. Another addiction of the Chad and Cheese podcast yeah we're gonna have factory fix uh, kind of like wayne's world top to bottom of the week uh videos are they gonna do that yep and then we're gonna do uh we're gonna do uh, also you know some of the trades that happen stupid trades smart trades all that other fun stuff so the guys over factory fix man they love them some football they do good chicago boys who uh won't have much to do after week four or five in chicago <laughs> than to talk about fantasy Oh, God. That's roughly when the season, that. season will end. Well, speaking of Chicago, are we going anywhere soon? First off, you'll see that we will be donning the Shaker Recruitment marketing gear very yes, soon. Sir. Because next week, kids, HR Tech in Vegas. Now, it's okay. Our dance cards are full. Tuesday, the Drinks with Chad and Cheese on Tadio event oh, yeah. is full. Wednesday, we have the Penthouse Podcast with Drinks with This Way Global, that is also full, but you can find us roaming the floor. You can buy us a drink, I'm sure, on our way from party to party. That's cool. <laughs> we really want to see you guys. Go over to JobGet, look for some uh, some t-shirts, go to, over to Text Colonel, look for drinks, any of our sponsors, check them out. Tell them that Chad and Cheese said hi. We have that going on. Obviously, Vegas. You're you're prepped and ready, right? You your liver's ready. I'm pretty ready for for Vegas, uh, for sure. I mean, it's it's one way. It's one thing to talk about it, but until you actually get in the game, <laughs> you know, reading about it and and looking at past experience is is never quite 
an adjustment for for what's going to happen. I mean, look, we've been yes. cooped up for two years. This is the first HR tech that people are going to really throw their put their hair back, mm-hmm. uh, put on the Sunday best, and let it fly. Probably get a little bit nuts, I'm guessing. So yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be it'll well, be interesting. Well, then we're gonna we're going early October. We're going to Nashville for Inspire. So. Got to check that out. Yes. Vegas, then Nashville. That's a great follow-up, but there's no question, kids. We have after that, mid-October, Unleash in Paris. Man, if you have not been to Unleash America, go to Paris. It's a great reason to get out, enjoy Paris, enjoy HR. TA Tech, it's Paris. Not to mention 20% off, kids. That's right, 20% off. Go to chadcheese.com. Register for all of these events. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, go. Spend money. You got to go. 20% off on the Unleash event. Register. We can't wait to see you be there. That's that's a good bit of ch- a change there. That's a good. Discount. It is. Oh, that's nice. That's Groupon esque. That's Groupon esque. <laughs> Very nice. Well, someone, some people who love a Groupon, but one of them may have to settle for rum. That's right, what? Dad. You know, we've been doing birthdays for quite a while, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're always looking for creative ways, and companies are coming to us for creative ways to promote their companies and get their get their name out there. Well, our friends at Plum said, hey guys, what if every month we picked a birthday boy or girl to get a nice little bottle of rum on Plum? So Mm -hmm. starting this month, boys and girls, uh, if it's your birthday, you got a chance to win a nice bottle of rum from our friends at Plum. Geez, that's some good marketing right there. Well, let's let's highlight who's celebrating uh, this week, another trip around the sun. Jim Lowe. Lucas Roscoe, who who won whiskey at one point, didn't he? Uh, oh, Katie Gentry, John Tehan, Kevin Lowe, which I first read as Kevin Love as a Cavaliers <laughs> fan, but found uh-huh. out it was not the Kevin Love. No. Uh, Amy Hoover, James Ellis, oh, Gary Quas, Nancy Holland, Dan Schauble, and Matt. Adam, long timer at NAS. I'll yes. celebrate another trip around the sun. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday, everybody. The sun on plum with some rum. Damn, we're good. <laughs> Damn, we're good. Topics. All right, we're rolling here. All right. San Francisco based since. Mm. A recent firing squad guest, by the way, if you haven't checked that out, uh, I highly recommend it in the archives. They pulled a double applause, double rainbow rating, not to spoil it. Double rainbow. They've acquired India-based Skill8. In terms of the deal, were not disclosed, but Skill8 had last raised $1 million in its pre-Series A funding from angel investors in 2019 and also raised undisclosed seed funding from Incubate India Fund, Back in 2017, Skill8 is an AI recruitment platform incubated within SAP Startup Studio and Sense is a talent engagement platform. In addition to expanding Sense's matching capabilities, this acquisition brings AI-powered talent engagement to Sense's customers, the likes that include Sony, Coca-Cola, Anheuser-Busch, along with the majority of unicorns in India. Founded in 2016, Skill8 employs 36 people. That's according to LinkedIn and and the three Skill8 founders, as well as it sounds like all the employees will be joining since. Chad, what are your thoughts on this deal? 
Skill eight. I thought that was um, an item on the Bob Evans menu. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No? Eight is okay. enough. Skill eight <laughs> is enough. Yeah. So since uh, the ninety, close to ninety million in funding, forty thousand users daily, seven hundred companies using, six hundred of them are staffing companies. Mm-hmm. 30 million ARR. I mean, the team is legit. Focus on healthcare, retail, hospitality, warehousing, but mostly staffing, obviously. Skill has been around since 2016. Two rounds of funding amounts were not listed, uh, according to Crunchbase. And they were, as I think you'd said, an SAP incubator program. So the thing that's interesting here to me is that it seems like Skill 8 does almost the exact same kind of shit that Sense was doing. Yep. So... Why buy? Is this a portfolio buy? Is this a, an aqua hire? Or maybe they're just trying to get rid of a, a vendor's parsing and matching. Because as we know, many of these platforms that are out there today who who tout parsing and matching or just matching as one of their products, well, it's actually something that's white labeled from another company. So I'm wondering if this is like shoring up Sense's real, true technical assets mm-hmm. and then also getting a you know, good aqua hire at the same time. Yep. Yep. I think you're onto something there. Uh, you mentioned the $89 million that, that Sense has raised, mm-hmm. which in- includes SoftBank, little player in the VC game. That gives you a lot of money to go go shopping. Uh, when you get that kind of money, they want you to spend it. And uh, you had mentioned that Crunchbase was a little bit lacking in funding information on Skill Eight, but uh, I, I had found that they had raised one million in a pre-series A and, and another undisclosed in 2017. So let's call it less than two million that they had raised. So this was a really affordable. Um, acquisition for them. And, and I, I'm going to highlight three things that make sense to me in terms of this getting done. And I, I agree with you that it it's a lot of similarities in terms of what they do. Yeah. Uh, but number one, Aqua Hire. I mean, the three founders are going to be joining Sense. I'm going to guess they're pretty smart people. Um, it sounds <laughs> like most, if not all, of the employees from Skill8 are going to be uh, joining Sense, a lot of which are probably developers. Mm-hmm. So that was a good move uh, for them. Number two, I think uh, customer uh, acquisition is part of it, although most of Skill8's customers look pretty small. There aren't any big hitters in there. Uh, integrations are pretty similar, although I think uh, the smart recruiters is one that, that Sense does not have currently. Uh, so that may be something that, that they can do. But I think most importantly to highlight here is the SAP relationship. Mm-hmm. To get into a company that has relationships with SAP, who frankly can spend the kind of money that Sense is going to need to be acquired. The list of companies that could buy companies that have gotten $90 million is pretty small, but SAP is in that universe. Yes. So for me, it was a good move to say, hey, let's get close to SAP and a company that was funded by them. Just in case we want to be acquired down the road, this might be a really good relationship to have. So uh, Aqua Hire. A few in a, uh, one integration at least so that, that they don't have maybe a few customers that they didn't, uh, but I think the SAP connection was paramount in doing this deal. That got punkage punkage's attention, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of this, kids. We're going to see a lot of consolidation, mm-hmm. but a lot of the consolidation is going to be with companies that look like they do just about the same thing, but what they're actually doing is they're shoring up their tech and they're shoring up their teams. Mm-hmm. Again, this is an, an Indian company, so more than likely, 
they, uh, they they got an opportunity to get some some really good developers and some tech on the cheap. So mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah, we talk about India um, not a lot, but quite a bit as as companies I think start shifting away from China. Mm-hmm. Um, I think India is going to be where a lot of a lot of the uh, energy money f- starts flowing. Indian companies are going to be well well positioned to uh, to profit from that. So so good on sense. Uh, keep your eye on them. They're doing a lot of really good things. I was really impressed uh, in their firing squad, and uh, we'll see them in Vegas. I think maybe yes, maybe a, a drink with Punkage. Really get him get him talking. <laughs> get him talking. All right. Our, our second story here involves uh, Job Adder. Come from the land down under. From Sydney, Job Adder headquarters. So the following message came in from one of our super fans regarding uh, ATS provider Job Adder. Quote, I'm assuming you're on top of the fuck up that Job Adder has made to their customers with price increase announcements. It's all over LinkedIn, end quote. Sure enough, it is all over LinkedIn. Uh, Australian and Kiwi customers especially aren't very happy. Uh, here's a taste of the commentary from LinkedIn following the price increase. Quote, you unilaterally increase prices without any prior communication or intent. End quote. Quote, you need a better PR person, full stop. End quote. And this one in response to job adders holding a webinar to, to hopefully iron things out, quote, you're hosting a live webinar, but once again, telling your customers to listen and interact on your terms. Yes. This is tone deaf and adds fuel to the fire, end quote. Ouch. A video apology from CEO Martin Herbst on LinkedIn seemed to only add fuel to the Barbie. Chad, what are your thoughts? Martin, Martin, Martin. Nothing like shooting yourself in the fucking foot, man. All of Job Adder, the entire company is trying to stop the bleeding from this self-inflicted wound. Mm-hmm. And Martin pulled the goddamn trigger. Uh, we're looking at, uh, I think, 7% increase for new customers, all the way up to 50% increases for customers who've been around and, and loyal a while. Or did you say 50%? Uh, so... And this is not just a comms issue, okay? Let's dig in a little bit deeper because I watched the whole webinar and I there were some distinct there's some distinct issues that's happening with Job Adder. First and foremost, Job Adder is extremely exposed. All contracts are month to month. I mean, what the actual fuck? So instead of moving to a more secure annual model and then slightly raising prices every year, which is expected. They stay in a monthly contract situation that bring out huge price increase bomb. I mean, it's crazy. Martin's reasoning was, well, we haven't re- raised prices since I've been here. I mean, so, okay, so whose fucking fault is that? <laughs> we have great MPS scores, so let's raise the prices now because customers won't leave. That You could see that in his brain. He's like, well, we've got great MPS. People aren't going to leave. They're happy with us. And he also said it's pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, it's the customer's fault. If they aren't getting the most out of job adder, that's on them. So <laughs> comms is key here. There's no question. And job adder fucked up the comms. Mm-hmm. I get it. But this is a masterclass on how not to raise prices. This move was fucked seven days to Sunday before it even happened. And I'm surprised that job adder's owner, Seek, 
hasn't already lopped off Martin Herbst's head. Seriously, I mean, mm. their model needs to evolve. Their pricing needs to nudge slightly annually uh, with market rate rates and job adder will remain exposed while they play this month to month bullshit game. If you're going to play with the big boys, you've got to become a real company and you obviously don't have the leadership that actually has the business acumen to get this done. Damn, bro. That was good. Doing homework the week before HR Tech. That's the kind of quality <laughs> podcasting that you're going to get from this show. So in doing some of my research on this, I was I was Googling uh, for, for commentary. And, and so there was an ad on Google from Crelate competitor. Mm. And the title <laughs> of the Crelate ad was why overpay for outdated tools? So, so well played to Crelate. I gotta, I gotta give yes. them a, a good, a good, a good one on uh, the mark in there. So, for an industry that gets uh, to read all the time about CEOs and organizations who you know get layoffs wrong uh, and fail to adequately communicate the decisions they make, there's really no excuse to drop a price increase with no apparent heads up to your customers, many of which have been with you for a really long time mm -hmm. um, and maybe love your service. Uh, that's just not a good idea. This is especially important to me, something like an ATS. And I know the, the pricing is month to month, but most people don't buy an ATS month to month. Like they want no. to integrate it and keep it for a long time. They usually make a decision to buy something like an ATS. If you're a job board and you raise rates like People can just say, well, fuck that. I'm going to put all my money to a competitor. It's not that big of a deal, which is probably why job boards, unless you're named Indeed uh, and can get away with it, don't raise their rates that often. I think a sincere apology and maybe reversing uh, to more of a soft landing for customers, maybe some grandfathering in there or something might work. But overall, this is a really, really bad move, bro. Yeah. I've got to give a shout out, though, to job adder, customer service and sales teams. I mean, really, the, the, the entire staff, these people are the ones who are taking the brunt of this bullshit, of this self-inflicted wound by their CEO. So I suggest and Martin, here's a great idea. I suggest this huge price hike go to staff raises for having to put up with your shitty leadership. <laughs> nice call. Nice call. At least buy a Foster's keg for everybody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> take them take him to Outback Steakhouse. And some Subway. Yeah. Or, <laughs> treat, them, treat them to a uh, uh, Crocodile Dundee movie marathon or something. Make them feel better. All right. Raises for everyone. We're going to take a break. The rants do not stop people. You're going to want to stick around. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Chad, I'm not sure if you've heard, huh? there's a major teaching shortage in the U.S. 
It's everywhere. Yeah, yes. and, in, and and in true Washington fashion, President Biden had a meeting. Mm. That meeting included, indeed, handshake and ZipRecruiter from our industry. Indeed announced virtual hiring fairs for educators nationwide, and Handshake will host a nationwide virtual event in October to help college students learn about careers in education. But ZipRecruiter took it a step further, launching <laughs> School Jobs Near Me, which is specifically tailored to K-12 education jobs on the internet. Yeah, the industry has finally saved America, everybody. Chad, Give us your thoughts on ZipRecruiter and the industry taking on the teacher shortage in America. These all three of them are weak attempts, but ZipRecruiter, no question, a weak attempt to just throw up another job board and say, look, we did something. When in all reality, it's not about exposing open positions to people who are looking. It's about teachers leaving shitty teaching jobs, shitty pay shitty working conditions. We need to fix the problem before anyone of sound mind and body actually takes the mantle of teaching. Funding cuts, which lead to no pay raises means teachers leave. Teachers leaving means bigger classrooms. Bigger classrooms does not make for better education. And that is what we need. That's the big issue here. So from USA Today, the latest results of international exam given to teenagers ranked the U.S. ninth in reading and 31st in math literacy out of 79 countries. And then a quote from Balance, Quote, the truth is that the U.S. ranks near the bottom in a survey of students' math skills in 30 industrialized countries. Instead of knowing and confronting the facts, which is not what these assholes are doing, many Americans are in denial. So ZipRecruiter isn't in denial, but they are playing off Americans' denial and throwing up a fucking job board that will do little, if anything, to drive another look at me, look at me press release. Mm -hmm. ZipRecruiter isn't helping the problem at all. Indeed, isn't helping the problem at all. Handshake, you're not helping the problem at all. So I did the following Google searches, Chad. (laughs) Education jobs, teaching jobs, Mm -hmm. jobs, I got nothing. So I searched school jobs near me, which is the actual zip URL for this site. You know who wasn't advertising for any of these searches? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. You know where school jobs near me is not being promoted? ZipRecruiter's homepage. (laughs) And you know what's not a trending job type or title on ZipRecruiter? Anything involving education. God. Feels good to talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk, uh, guys. This is window dressing and empty PR that will do nothing to cure the problems we have in public education and the lack of teachers in this country. 62% of public schools reported in June that they were concerned about filling staff vacancies. 88% of public schools reported teacher and staff burnout was a concern during the 2021 through 22 school year. This is a real problem that our industry can actually help impact. We can actually help this problem, but instead we get ZipRecruiter's Ian Siegel saying, quote, we are committed to leveraging our technology for this great cause. Our nation's children depend on us and we must all rise to the occasion, end quote. Bullshit, hot garbage, fuck you, ZipRecruiter. Nice PR, but you're doing zip to cure this problem that ails America. This is an embarrassment for our industry and everyone should be ashamed. Mic drop here. 
California. <laughs> Jeez, the rants are coming. All right, here we go. Yes. The state of California is in the news for workplace issues recently. First, a new law could raise fast food minimum wage significantly in the Golden State. Under the legislation, a council could raise the minimum wage for fast food workers up to $22 an hour, well above the $15 an hour in uh, the state for employers with more 26 workers. The new standards apply to chains with, with at least 100 locations nationally, so McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, all the major food groups that are in my diet, basically. Uh, of course, <laughs> fast food isn't happy. Uh, McDonald's president, Joe Erlinger, called the legislation, quote, lopsided, hypocritical, and ill-conceived, end quote. But Cali isn't done there, Chad. Could I interest you in a little pay transparency? Ooh. I thought I could. The state legislature... Mm passed a law requiring all employers based or hiring in the state to post salary ranges on all job listings. The law will also require California-based companies with more than 100 employees to show their median gender and racial pay gaps, a first for a U.S. state. Governor Newsom has yet to sign the bill into law. Chad, what are your thoughts on what's going on in California? Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, the the fast food industrial complex that we have here in the U.S. where you can have uh, pretty much a Starbucks right across the street from another Starbucks or uh, a McDonald's just down the road from another McDonald's. Believe that we need to have more because we don't. Number one, in California, the living wage, and this is the mean living wage, is $18.66. And that is just for one person. The amount goes up dramatically with the addition of children. For one person or one ch child, it jumps to $40.34. For two, it's $50. Okay. So 22 cents to be able to ensure that these franchisees aren't opening 27 fucking locations, maybe they cut that in half and they start to be smarter about how they market as opposed to trying to, you know, again, own every fucking corner. This is not a smart business move for them, right? They're going to have to think about business differently. Then we start talking about pay transparency. This in itself is going to talk more to the Fortune 500 companies who have been hiding from transparency for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I'll make this point once again. The only reason why the U.S. women's national soccer team achieved pay equity with the men's national soccer team was due to pay transparency. The women knew they were getting paid less, so they fucking rectified it. That's what corporate America does not want to happen because that's going to be cash out of their pockets. But guess what, kids? It's coming. And the first form is just on job postings, which means you know what the new people are getting paid. You don't know what the person next to you is getting paid yet. So so we have some uh, some footage from Miso Robotics uh, when this story came out. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're pretty excited about it. So these these things always have unintended consequences. Uh, it always sounds good and politicians like talking about this stuff. But uh, every every dollar that we put on the hourly wage means, you know, one less minute that we have for humans to be serving, cooking and doing all the services that we we know and love in the fast food industry. Uh, someone at McDonald's and and Yum Brands and everywhere else are are getting calculators out and they're saying, how soon before we can bring in the robots? W what's the depreciation on these robots? What's the initial investment? What's it going to cost? 
because that's where this thing is going. Uh, and maybe it's just, maybe it's states realizing that the automation is coming and we might as well like milk it for all we can uh, before the robots do take over. But uh, although it, it, everything you said is, is sounds great, but the robots are coming. And the more that we put regulation and, and money on, on minimum wage, we're closer to that automation. So that's, that's my take on, on the uh, $22 an hour on the transparency thing that, you know, that to me, that's, that's lovely. Look, California joins Colorado, New York city and Washington state, as well as indeed, by the way, we've talked about them putting in, uh, you know, salaries, whether you like it or not. So good for indeed. So all these states are adopting job posting, uh, transparency with salaries. Um, only, only Colorado's law, uh, is actually currently in effect. New York City-based employers will have to start listing pay ranges starting November 1st. Uh, the New York State Legislature also passed a similar bill that's awaiting Governor Kathy Hochul's signature. If the California and New York governors, who are both Democrats, sign the pending laws, almost a quarter of the U.S. population will live in states with such salary disclosure requirements. I'm guessing it won't go to 100% of states, and I'm guessing that a lot of the uh, U-Haul moving trucks you see leaving California and New York are going to Texas and Florida, but I think this is a, a solid step in the right direction. You and I both have talked extensively about we need pay, pay transparency for equality and equity, um, and I think you know laws like this should be applauded. And I think companies like Indeed that take uh, take uh, tactics to put salaries within job postings are a step in the right direction. It is. So you worked fast food, right? Yeah. I worked fast food, yeah. hated it. I got out as soon as I fucking could. Could you imagine being a grown ass man working fast food and getting paid $15 an hour and having a family? The answer is no. But the, con- the context to a lot of that is when we worked fast food, it was a quote, entry level, you know, first job, summer thing. When do. manufacturing existed Correct. in the U.S. It's a, yes. to- it's a, to- it's a totally different game now. Um, so they, there are only so many jobs that are actually available that I can actually pay, right? So it's one of those yeah. things where we here in the U.S., we outsourced manufacturing. And then what happens? The the fast food industri- industrial complex came in. Prices still went up, but yet we didn't pay people more. So yeah. I, I don't think the problem is, I, to be quite Frank, I, I can't wait for the fucking you know, automation to come into fast food, but we have way too many fast food locations. It is fucking ridiculous. I'm cool. I'm cool with a Taco Bell on every corner, man. I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's take a break from all this ranting and uh, and cool it down with some cannabis. Cool it down to slow it down. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. 
Chad, are you familiar with Cannabis Community College? I am not, but it sounds amazing. Any of your kids visit that campus before they decided on a on a school? Didn't know it existed, or I would have pushed them there. Yeah, I know, right? So, so th- this news caught my attention just for, one for the fact that there's actually a Cannabis Community College, but but they're going going digital, which means you may be hearing more more a little bit about them. So, first, a little bit about. Uh, the institution of higher learning known as the Cannabis Community College. Uh, It was specifically developed for job seekers, employees, and enthusiasts of the cannabis industry. Founded in Las Vegas in 2020, so it's brand new. The platform teaches every legal state's educational requirements to work in a licensed marijuana establishment, including state-specific compliance, standard operating procedures, and many essential courses developed to ensure that the students are properly trained with the necessary knowledge and technical skills to work in a variety of settings. But announced this week, you don't have to go to Vegas anymore, Chad. Cannabis Community College has an online course featuring the five-course bundle. No, you're not buying insurance. You're getting an education, which includes the Cultivating a Cannabis Career Course taught by HR leader Brian Olson, who I checked actually does have some HR chops. Mm. Chad, are you ready to take a few online courses in cannabis? Well, let's see. For, especially for all of the global listeners that are out there outside of the U.S. So the U.S. has 50 states and also District of Columbia. Medical marijuana is legal in 45 states. Recreational mm-hmm. marijuana is legal in 23 states. Marijuana sales are expected to top 33 bu- 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 billion in 2022. What did you say? Just this year, 33 billion, right? So, yes, the, the, the little Trump universities like these are going to pop up. There's no question. But this is going to be a real industry, at least here in the U.S., as we start to see, I think, Europe maybe, you know, see the the quote unquote capitalization of marijuana recreation and us not going crazy with reefer madness over here. I think it'll catch on there, too. Uh-huh. My kid gets a job at Chipotle. We got fast food news out of California and now weed. I've got the munchies. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting, they talk about technology, but most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.